Welcome. To Arcade Audio. My name's Peyton, come on over cause we're still waiting It's movie night and we're both gay It's hard to find a movie that way Lucky for you we found a few It's Queer Movie Night Hi! Welcome to Queer Movie Night, I'm Deb And I'm Peyton and we are so happy to bring you another episode of Queer Movie Night Um, Today we are doing a very, very recent release Um Apparently, we're being sponsored by Netflix because we keep doing Netflix movies. But uh, Mm -hmm. today we're covering the first uh, film in a trilogy, uh, Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Um, I have the the second one just came out like yesterday or something. So I haven't watched it yet, but I I haven't either. I'm probably going to watch it after this because, yeah, because it was so good. Um, Spoiler alert for my opinion on this film. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're not allowed to say if you think it's good at, at the top. <laughs> at the top. <laughs> I'll say that at the top. Because we usually keep it a secret. It's not really obvious how we feel yeah. until the end. <laughs> I make it pretty obvious. If I don't like it, I'm like, I'm like cold. <laughs> you can tell just from listening. You're cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry I delayed recording so this episode's gonna come out late because i was moving and i got a new job and lots of stuff was happening so that's okay those are all big things yeah yeah um you like the new job i could have asked you this off 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 camera off 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 recording (laughs) (laughs) off set um i do uh right now it's a temporary thing um and I'm not really sure how much I should talk about the job, but it's good. It's good. It's different from what I usually do. Um, it's working with a logistics company. Okay. Can't um, wait to find out like yeah. what it really is when we're not recording. <laughs> that, that was really good at keeping me interested. I'm like, not sure how much information I give just out. And a, of course, just automatically, a little like, teaser. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What are you um, like? And Deb just released an album. Okay, let's talk about that. Ooh, How are we feeling? How are we doing? It was so good. Good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You're welcome. It was. It felt so good to finally release it because it was done for months yeah. before we yeah, actually released it. You know, the, I would have been like fact, aching to release it. To find we out were. People. Yeah. Um. The fun fact is we didn't intend on releasing it during pride month it accidentally happened that way i'm like <laughs> what were we thinking it's always been the plan yeah yeah that's uh, so funny. luckily we released it on time but it was supposed to be in may like what oh were my we gosh. thinking um you know honestly i kind of forget about this is this might be controversial to say but sometimes i i forget about pride month i honestly am reminded that it's pride month based on all of the corporations yeah being yeah. like here's rainbow shit you queer yeah just like yeah. on commercials every time i walk into a store <laughs> yeah. like oh right it's pride month me but target knows <laughs> and then when when i remember i'm like okay i'm gonna milk this for everything <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i just know when it starts on twitter and people are like 
And it's not even that, like, I forget that June is Pride Month. It's just, like, I don't even know what month it is. True. Yeah, that's real. (laughs) That's super real. (laughs) Like, I can't, I can't keep track. Especially lately. I'm I'm just trying to, like, live and keep living. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's, wait, you should, you should put that on a shirt. Yeah. I'm just trying to live and keep living. (laughs) <laughs> you know people would pay so much money for it on Etsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> wow, we're really in the we're really it's been a minute everybody since we recorded. So yeah. Is I feel like we haven't seen each other so I'm trying not to just like have normal conversation cuz I don't know if that's interesting or not to people listening. <laughs> um but I can't help it cuz I haven't seen you in so long. I know, I know. It's good. It's good. Wait, which um, neighborhood are you living in? I gotta ask that. Wait, if you're um, uh, comfortable sharing. I no, I don't. Forget. I don't care. I don't care. I don't think I have a stalker. Um, I'm living in Rogers Park, um, oh. which is nice. Yeah, it's like in the middle of where I like in the middle of where I was before, basically. And cool. by the middle, I mean in like distance from downtown, I guess. <laughs> or from? You, are town. you working downtown? Um, I'm working um, in the office is like, um, I'm not sure what that area is called. It's sort of like where um, that big movie theater is. Do you know where Pequod's is? Yes, you work near Regal Webster Place. Yes, I work near that yes. movie theater. <laughs> what? Also, okay. the day of my interview, that movie theater was showing... Um, was showing to Wong Fu because it was pride and I really mm-hmm. wanted to walk because I really wanted to skip my interview and go see it. I saw it was playing. Okay, I was just at Regal Webster Place. I know I call it the full name. Like every Regal I love City, it. I call I love it by it. its full name. Like the one on Western is Regal City North 14. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kate was like, you don't have to say the whole name. Say Regal. But the Regal Webster Place, I go there yes. constantly. Just went last night and theater. saw Black Widow. <gasps> was it good? I haven't Loved seen it yet. It. Uh. It was kind of dark and like, yeah, I loved it. it she has a really dark alone in a good way. Yeah. She has a very dark backstory. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Loved yeah. it. Florence Pugh is a star. Of as, course. She was so good. Um, love Rachel Weiss. Love David Harbour. Oh, I forgot I Rachel what? Weiss was. Honestly, I love all those people more than I love ScarJo. And <laughs> it was great. I really it's like they knew it. in the casting they had to make up for ScarJo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was so good. And then the other day I saw Zola. I've been seeing movies like crazy. Zola was so stressful in the in the most A24 way. <laughs> it was that's, really good. That's but it a was true story, stressful. isn't it? That's yes. a true story. And okay. it's very wild. But wow, I like felt like I couldn't relax for 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I wanted to tell Nikki, bless you. I saw you sneeze twice while I was talking about my stupid Regal Webster place. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's too funny. It wasn't yeah. stupid. Regal's great. Thanks. You know what? Regal's not great, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this. Well, Regal is great because I've, I've talked about my unlimited past so many times on this podcast. But here's my issue. And if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you know I'm not shutting up about it. They got rid of Coke. And are only <gasps> serving Pepsi products. I did see that on your Instagram today. Disgusting. And I said, 
I feel conflicted yeah. because I actually. Um, oh, you're a Pepsi person, aren't you? Don't well, actually, it. okay. So this is really weird, but I, what I prefer Diet Pepsi over all of the okay. like okay. Coke esque drinks. But then after Diet Pepsi is Coke, and then after that is Pepsi, and then after that <laughs> is Diet Coke because Diet Coke is so <laughs> awful. I love that you had that locked and ready. <laughs> You, I know exactly. But I'm also I'm was. also conflicted because Coke uh, makes uh, orange Fanta, which is my favorite soda. So, wow, orange Fanta, cool yeah. choice. That makes you very unique. I like that. <laughs> well, um, Kel, Kel loves orange basic. soda. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, um, so I won't talk about it. I've talk, I won't shut up about it. I just think it's. I think it's it, it wrong. Like a movie theater, you're supposed to serve Coke. It's wrong. What they're doing to us is wrong. It's not right. Nobody likes Pepsi. I'm sorry, Peyton. Like the majority feels like nobody likes Pe- Pepsi. Coke is what should be in your cup when you're watching a movie. Every time, as I've seen, I've gone, in, I've gone a couple times already, and they show this big commercial right in my face. And it's Pepsi, and you see the color blue, and I just flip, flip off that the is, screen. That is I'm weird like, because the you regal. That is weird because, like, the classic movie trailer is, like, Coke products. Exactly. Yeah. So stop trying to make – and you know what's my other qualm is that they don't offer – you know how in Coke and Pepsi, there's Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pip. Like, you have to have your cherry cola option, which if – I hate Pepsi. I hate Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, uh, not my favorite. My, my dad has drank a two-liter of Mountain Dew every day of his my, my life and before I was born, I'm sure. So it's like – I just don't love it. Yeah. But you have to offer a cherry option, right? Yeah. You have to. They don't offer Pip or Dr. Pepper. I would be totally happy if they had one of those. Wow. Oh, and they got rid of Cheetos popcorn, which I also have never shut up about in my life. I've brought it up in about 1,000 improv scenes. <laughs> and they got rid of it. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? My hands are tied. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I haven't had coffee yet today. Can you fucking believe it? It seems like I've had nine because this is how pumped up this makes me. <laughs> That's good. You can be pumped up when we talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm done. I'm done with that. No, I love it. <laughs> um, Ooh, I'm warm. So this movie. Ooh, I'm sweaty. That made me hot. <laughs> and I just showered. And I'm like, oh. I'm wearing my Skokie Pride you shirt. Lo- you look fresh. You look fresh. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the movie. <laughs> um, so this, as of recording, this movie came out last week. Um, and I actually watched it with my family. Um, and had a really good time. Uh, yeah, my family likes uh, scary movies, surprisingly. I like, didn't watch them for a long time until I was older. But I actually loved uh, Fear Street books as a kid. I would read those all oh. the time. Yeah, so this was very uh, fun to um, hear that it was coming out. And then even um, more fun to find out that the, the, two lead ca- the lead character was a queer character, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah so i guess let's get into it um i started using my work mouse instead of my actual laptop mouse um so 
Yeah, so the the it's part of a trilogy which is broken up into three parts which take place in different years. Um and it's go it seems like it's going back. So the first film starts in 1994, the second 1978 and the third in 1666. Um all taking place in the same area where Fear Street is. Um and in this film just to give like a quick rundown, um it starts off uh sort of very like the first um maybe like 20 or 30 minutes of it starts off very like in a scream-esque kind of way where which actually came out in 1996 so i feel like it probably took some inspiration from that um where we meet a character who is only seen like in the first scene and then is killed off by um the killer uh who is a person in a skull mask um which turns out to be this girl's friend um who just like apparently went crazy um and then we meet the real leads of the film um which uh is a character named Dina and her brother Josh um and Josh frequents like AOL chat rooms talking about crazy murders and things like that um and there are apparently a lot in Fear Street's history of like people going crazy and killing people um and then we find out that Sam or sorry um Dina has just recently broke up with someone named Sam we find out that Sam is actually a girl and she has moved from uh Shady Vale where Fear Street is into the uh other the the rival town Sunnyvale and she started dating a football player the rich town the Sunnyvale <laughs> the glitzy town um and they so that it turns out they broke up and um the at the at this memorial they're having for the girl from Shady Vale who recently passed away the two rival schools start getting into a fight and it turns um pretty sour um they're riding the bus on the way back to school and um Sam's boyfriend is like chasing them in his car is like trying to be funny um and in an emotional moment Dina goes to dump an uh ice bucket on their car through the back of the bus and she gets which was warranted by the way they were throwing (laughs) bottles at the back of the bus which could have broken oh yeah i forgot about that yeah they were like dina you did such a bad thing no she didn't she protected (laughs) her own (laughs) well and actually she she was gonna she was gonna not do it but she gets like a nosebleed oh right 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 which 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 makes her drop it and then it falls on the car and the car crashes in the woods and so in the car crash sam is thrown out of the car and she um her hands touch something in the soil and she has like this vision of like kind of like a salem massachusetts type of deal with like witches and things like that um and then they so then dina and her friends go to check on her and um she literally coughs up blood and has to be taken to the hospital. Um, basically, they find out <clears throat> that F- Fear Street has this problem because there was this witch that was killed a long time ago. I'm like skipping a bunch of like little stuff, but just to give you the main gist. Um, okay. And apparently, her spirit wants revenge. So, so every few 
30 or so years, she inhabits someone's body and they go on a killing spree, which is probably what happened with the guy at the beginning of the film. Um, and it turns out that uh, because uh, they find out that Sam touched her bones or her chains or whatever. And so like, she's going to be the one that's next. Um, and so these killers throughout the, the years, um, start showing up and chasing them and it turns out they're coming after sam so they try to they try to trick the the creatures and and blow them up and it turns out the only way to get rid of them is for sam to die so they try to think of a way to like save her still um so at first sam is like i'm gonna kill myself like you guys should keep going but then they figure out that someone else actually survived um, being chased by these people. And they try to call that person, but they can't reach them on the phone. Um, but Sam finds an article of, when, of how, they, how they survived, and it turns out that they were actually dead for a few moments and then were resuscitated. So then the plan turns into killing her on purpose and then resuscitating her. Um, and in the process of this, unfortunately, all of the, the cool friend side characters are killed, but they do uh, get a way to, they do kill her, the monsters disappear, and she's saved. Or so we think. Um, to, spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, they, <laughs> if you they, haven't we already sort of, turned this off, because yeah. it's all a spoiler. <laughs> if I haven't already spoiled you. Um, <laughs> now it's a spoiler alert. Now it's a spoiler alert. After I told synopsis. the whole plot of the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we see Sam and Dina get back together, and uh, Sam even, like, like, sort of, like, middle not really middle fingers but figuratively middle fingers her mom who's obviously homophobic that sounds weird <laughs> i think it's because i said fingers instead of like fingers why you the up and she kind of middle fingers her mom <laughs> <laughs> she uh, figuratively gives her mom the middle finger yeah, um, yeah that's better a- and <laughs> and we see the uh the two um uh dina and sam get back together which is really sweet um but then uh it turns out sam is still feeling the influence of the the spirit um and so the person that they that survived that they that tried to reach them earlier um actually reaches out to them and uh, we get a setup for the next film, which which seems to be about this character um, in 1978 when she went to this camp and they were terrorized by by another spirit or or some sort of killer, which I haven't watched yet, but it looks looks sort of inspired by Friday the Thirteenth. It looks good. Cool. And that's the plot. <laughs> Excellent job. My chair keeps. <laughs> Thank <speaking>. you. <laughs> Excellent job. Um, so I've never read the books. I didn't yeah. know these were based on books. I don't know what I used to read a couple goosebumps back in the day. But yeah. Really yeah. Got into that stuff. No, no. So, um, um so fear street was basically RL Stein's, um, teen series. That was like a little uh, darker and a little more violent than, than goosebumps. Gotcha. It was more, gotcha. um, it was very like, um, uh, you know, the, the, the call is coming from inside the house like that, yeah. like, like kind of scream type of 
type of scary stories, things like that. Um, and so this isn't a direct uh, adaptation of it because there's like 50 or like 75, like there's a lot of Fear Street books, um, but it's sort of like, they all happen in the same place. So it, it's sort of like that. I think they took inspiration from a bunch of them and, and sort of made their own story. Um, and I love that they made it queer. Yeah, because I, I definitely don't remember any queer relationships in the original Fear Street books. So that and was... It's done. I hope that this inspires other people, like other filmmakers to do this because I feel... Do you remember the movie, that one movie we watched uh, so long ago and it was the horror film about those two men and it scared the yeah. absolute Jesus out of me? Yeah, it's really scary. I keep thinking Spliff. No, it's... It's uh oh gosh I can't remember it. It's Roker is the is the I gotta know. It's well is the, the, the just, is the it's called Rift. Rift. Roker oh, sorry, sorry. Roker is the original title, but the English translation is Rift. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, remember it was like the queer part of that story wasn't the whole like it wasn't the yeah. story. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't about them being queer, really. Yeah, yeah and it for, was like, never like moments. a. Well, yeah. we're in a horror movie, and I think I'm gay. Yeah, what yeah. am I gonna do? <laughs> I mean, like a little bit with this one because they're teenagers and they're like, yeah, know, going and Sam's like drama. struggling with like being yeah. out. Yeah, but it wasn't the point or the like main purpose of the movie. Exactly, they just yeah. were, which yeah. is what I loved about it. And what I was going to say is that I hope this makes other filmmakers like inspired to do this because it, it was done so easily. Mm-hmm. Like this was so easy to do um, yeah. to just make them queer because it didn't have to be a thing. It's there. I don't know. You know, I'm not say, saying this very well, but no, 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 you're doing just, great. They just were. Yeah, yeah. And I think it helps. I actually looked into it. One of the screen, the writers of the story in the screenplay um, is queer identifying. Um, and uh, there's an article I was reading there talking about how there's always been, <clears throat> for some reason, queer people have always been attracted to horror films and things like that. Um, and they said that how important it was for uh, them to have uh, a horror film where the queer person wasn't um, sort of portrayed as a victim or, or, um, a monster, um, but sort of Mm -hmm. was someone that, um, that you were rooting for and that, uh, you know, a a way to show queer people that, that, uh, they were included and, and were part of, um, the regular thing. And it is really just really refreshing to see the story, um, where they're the actual lead um, and not just like a side character too. Yeah. Like lead main couple, mm-hmm. the whole series is going to be essentially like around the whole them. thing yeah, ar- yeah. surrounds like is around them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it so much. It's not, I, and I think if it were a little, if it were any darker than it is, it, I would probably have a hard time. Cause I, yeah. I love, like ghost movies i've yeah. said that before many times but that's my type of scary movie like yeah hack them up and bloody whatever is not um but this say, one was so fun it was yeah, so fun yeah what were you gonna say um you can tell that it's like sort of made in the spirit of like teen horror type of things i will say that this movie and i've never seen saw or anything but this movie has one of the most gruesome kills i've ever seen oh 
my god it shocked me to my core Peyton. me too i, I get okay, I, here's the, I couldn't believe they showed it on screen but yes yeah yes the thing that was like kind of tricky about this or not yeah. tricky it's just like it, like i needed to wrap my head around it was it felt very teenage teenage netflix like yeah. killer movie but then it felt so teenage and maybe it's because I didn't realize it was R.L. Stein, but now this makes mm-hmm. sense. When they would say, like, fuck, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm watching, like, The Fosters. Yeah. Like, murder. <laughs> and then they're like, this fucking guy, are you fucking yeah. in the bathroom? And I was like, whoa. It's like watching. <laughs> it just was, the juxtaposition was weird. But yeah. um, ended up getting used to it. The thing that shocked me, that also when the when the one friend started, was like, I'm going to jerk off in this bathroom. Oh my like, God, yeah. <laughs> what movie am I watching? But that was like toward the end. The yeah. kills of the friends, which broke my heart. And I gasped yeah. both times because we had gone the whole fucking movie with them. Yeah. They like killed him in the last second. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked. I mean, like, because the, the, it was not that gruesome until what's her, yeah. what was her yeah. friend, the friend's the name? Kate. Kate? Uh, Kate, yeah. So her the, death their was so Kate. shocking yeah. and gruesome to put in the last, like, 20 <laughs> minutes of the movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert, uh, Kate, uh, the the creature, I can't remember which one, I think it's the guy with the bag over his head, shove, uh, pushes her head through a bread slicer. Um, and, and you see it and you see it. the whole thing and it <laughs> is really so gross <laughs> it's so shocking but up until then there hadn't been anything that gruesome like and i was just like i was well, shocked I thought- and the movie is rated r but like i because oh, it's it? from fierce yeah because it's from fear street which was a oh. book written for teens originally like i was just so shocked Right. I just um, assumed it was PG-13. I didn't even yeah. notice it was R. Um, and also the suspense of the moment, like the music was building up. You thought that for a second someone was going to save her because of the way that they were, the, the, yeah. the build was happening. Yeah. But then nobody saves her. Yeah. The, the build up and the music getting louder and louder yeah. just leads to her head going through. I know. And I was like, no! Fuck! <laughs> Fucking... And then the other friend, I was like, he kind of got a boring death. I mean, but yeah, compared to her, for compared sure. to her, he just got a got an axe on the head. Yeah, but I was like, that's boring. <laughs> no, it's not. That's boring. <laughs> I'm not invested. Um, but they did. I think they did a really good job of like. I like that there were actual stakes for like characters that we actually cared about. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like a, a lot of times with like teen movies like this, um they would have lived at the end. Um, and I, I, as much as I would have loved to see that, I do like that there were actual, actual stakes and we spent so much time with their characters that, that we did care about them and, and it did mean a lot when we lost them. So I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it just shocked me so much. Yeah, for sure. It shocked me too. <laughs> and, and like, as I've said, like I've seen a lot of scary movies and that's probably one of the most gruesome deaths I've ever seen in one. And it was just surprising that it was in this film, which was based off an R.L. Stein book. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, uh, let's, let's talk um, more about the, the queer couple and, and sort of what, what we think about how their relationship was revealed and portrayed in the, in the film. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, sucker for a classic reveal of this the the camera is pointing to a man and a woman and a, yeah and a woman. yeah 
And, you and their name is Sam, the so boy. we don't know. We don't know. And the name is Sam. I was like, because I knew it, I was like, yeah. oh, I love this. They yeah, do that in Across too. the Universe. Random, yeah. random thing for me to bring up. But I watched, I used to love that movie so much. Um, they do that too. Like Prudence's character. Why am I talking about this? But I, I just, know. I'm a sucker for it, you know? Yeah, me too. I like Where it. Where they're like, who is it? You think it's going to be the boy, but it's the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. Yeah, that was a very yeah. fun reveal. Yeah. The w- reason they broke up was so teenage and yeah. so sweet. They were like crying and they're like, how could you have done this to me? And she's like, I just moved 30 minutes away. <laughs> How could In you high move school, away? Yeah. So, but that feels like so dramatic, you know? Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. It really put me back in that high school place of being like, oh, but <laughs> we can't be together because you moved 30 minutes yeah. away. Um, and I love the like she's writing the note at the beginning and she was like, I hate you. Like yeah. I wish you I wish I'd never met you. And then at the end it reveals that she finally just said, like, I'll always love you. You think she just could have gotten a new sheet of paper so yeah. didn't have to see that she yeah, wrote, instead of I hate ins- you, I hate out. you. I wish I'd never met you. And then crossed out just actually love you. Um, <laughs> That's so teenage, though, to be like, I hate you. I wish I never met you. I'll always love you. (laughs) (laughs) It was so sweet. I love them. I think they're so sweet. And they feel... They feel like teenagers, like, in Mm -hmm. in the best way. I think a lot of the Netflix movies um, about teenagers... Actually, I think the main actress who plays Dina is, like, 28 in real life. Mm -hmm. But I looked up all of the actors' ages while I was watching the movie, and they're all Mm -hmm. really young. They're, like, early 20s. She's the oldest one. And she looks really young. Um, Yeah. But I like that they felt and and looked like And she's got kind of, like, a baby voice, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they weren't just, like, a bunch of 30-year-olds playing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. the guy, but, who, the kid who played Josh looked really young. Yeah. And he's such a cutie. Yeah. He's, he's so, so cute. cute. And he hooks up with Kate and I was like, oh my God, he's a baby. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh no, are they going to have sex? But he's a kid. And I'm like, no, he's probably 16. And I'm just old now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 16 year olds can have sex. They're just babies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. And then I think about me at 16 and I was like, oh God. <laughs> I was a horned up, a little repressed. I know, I know. That's the crazy thing about things like this and like euphoria. Like you know that they're kids, and like because we're adults now, you don't like. You're like, no, they can't have sex. But then, like, yeah. if you think back about like when you were that age, you were like, I'm so horny and I want to have sex yes. all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Even can. if you're not having sex, that's how you feel. Yeah, yeah. So I need to turn my phone off. Sorry. Oh, no, that Dang. wasn't mine. I don't think. Did you hear Dang. it? Yeah, I did. It's not mine. Dang, That's weird. And my phone's ring is off. I just turned it all the way down. I don't oh, know really? It was. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Anyway. Scary. Uh, maybe it's the Fear Street. It's uh, the Fear witch, Street killer. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah Fear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure the I'm sure we're gonna see her um in her glory in the sixteen sixty-six film for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um I loved it and I love I but their relationship was very believable to me and the reason mm-hmm. why they broke up and like the actual premise of their relationship felt very realistic. 
mm-hmm. especially in the 90s. I was thinking yeah. that like Dina's so seemingly comfortable with her sexuality and she's like, well, I forgot their girlfriend's name. I think Sam? she's really sweet too. Sam, right. Yeah. She looks really young and she's really mm-hmm. sweet. Um, like, could you imagine? It, it's hard to come out now. It was hard yeah. to come out 10 years ago. Yeah. And to be that comfortable and confident in 1994 1994 yeah 26 27 years ago yeah yeah it's a big deal that's a big deal um and you know what sam wasn't like i can't i mean she was a little bit but she was she was a kid and she was like figuring shit out yeah um but i think that's a really cool a cool aspect to it too it's like how much they're
I like I thought, so I feel I feel like it wasn't just like a good queer movie. It was just a good fun movie, and it was just a lot of fun. Exactly. Yeah, which is exactly. what you want from your from your summer horror films. Like, I know what you did last summer, Scream, that type of thing. Like that's that it t- it took me back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And you yeah. know what? I don't know if I would have watched this movie. <sighs> well, I'm glad I I brought it in then. Yeah, because, like, even with it being queer, I was, like, I because I saw it being posted about for, like, a week before I watched mm. it, and I was, like, I don't know. Just because I don't gravitate towards, like, I just saw Scream for the first time during <sighs> the pandemic. Oh, my God. Did you love it, though? Of course I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love did, but Scream I never so much. Think, I never think that I'm going to love yeah. movies like that, and then I do. Um, so maybe I should listen to that more often. <laughs> um, but I went, I went, and then I watched Scream 2. I didn't watch Scream 3 yet, but then I watched Scream 2 like the night before I hosted a Halloween party with our bubble, which was five people at the time. <laughs> and I had all of the goods and I was so inspired. I was like, I gotta go as Debbie Salt. <laughs> so I went as Debbie Salt Debbie for Debbie Salt iconic. I love Lori Metcalf. Yeah. Um, I was like, I've got, she's got the crazy eyes. I, and I already had the wig. I already had like the suit and I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to do it. And it was so fun. Um, but I got to keep watching him. Yeah. Kayla has this weird thing. She's going to be like, don't say that about me. She's another, um, where it's not actually bad. It's just that she doesn't like watching, like, you know, some people will sit down and be like, let's watch all the whole series of movies. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? that's me. She yeah. does not like doing that. Yeah, she's like that's fine. one movie and I'm done. I asked to watch Sister Act one and two in one night, and she was she couldn't even do that. And we love and she loves those movies. Yeah, she couldn't yeah. even watch the second one. So I like watching Scream one and two two nights in a row was a huge deal for her at the time. So I've had to wait like like six to however months. It's been probably longer than nine since <laughs> for October. Scream three. Scream three, yeah. I gotta like pace it out a little bit. Yeah. But, that's funny yeah um yeah, yeah but i loved it and i want to be more be more open-minded to that genre yeah because there's a difference between like like scream and this type and like fear street and like what you mentioned earlier like saw uh-huh. or yeah for sure stuff. like that's just like ha- i don't i feel like unnecessary violence mm-hmm. like gruesome violence that you, you have to sit and watch is just not something that I find entertaining. I feel like also with a lot of these movies, especially the ones that were made like back in the day, there's a lot of sexual assault Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, it's just not, not my thing, but green was great. Really enjoyed it. Fear street was great. Really enjoyed it. Um, just got into what is the one with, I, I got really into Halloween this pandemic too. Oh yeah, I love Halloween. Yeah. Love Halloween. Loved the reboot. Can't wait for the for the next one. Oh, I'm so Big excited. Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer yes. fan. So I was very excited. But yes. yeah. I'm getting into it. I'm dipping my toe, Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dipping my toe. Um, yeah. Cause you did Welcome to Haddonfield. That's right. Yes. Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much fun. If you haven't listened to that, it's also on arcade audio. I highly mm-hmm. recommend um Nick Lathan and I covered every single Halloween movie um, up to the release of the new one. Well, I should call him and ask if we'll do the new one. That would be fun. Um, uh, which was uh, a lot of fun. And um, 
I definitely recommend you watch a uh, Halloween. Uh, I think it's H2O, which was the 20th anniversary of um, the first Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and it's direct. It was, it was either written or directed by Kevin Williamson who did scream. Um, so oh, nice. it's, uh, yeah, it's a fun time. It's not as good as the original one, but it's a fun time. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has a, has a very short haircut and she's a <laughs> teacher, which is hot. Why is the sound coming out of here? I'm pissed. Okay. Sorry okay. that that's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> you have to cut out the fact that he said he's pissed. We have to seem like we're never pissed to our, <laughs> to our listeners. <laughs> we have to be easy and accessible and not pissed. Uh, yeah. um, let me see if I do this. Can I still hear you guys? I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you. That's so weird. So, like, the sound is going through my headphones, but I can mute my computer. So then hopefully we won't get any more of that stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is really riveting things, stuff. We um, love it. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where this thing does come through. It's... Okay, good. You know... It's in the time. It's in the time. It's in the, it's immersive. It makes people feel like they're here, you know? If anybody does Um, something bad, I'll take them on. (laughs) Okay, that's like the hottest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) If any of you say anything bad about this podcast, Nikki's coming for you. you. (laughs) I might be small, but... (laughs) oh i'll take a bitch i believe it i really believe that nikki i feel like you're so nice but i believe that i feel like i wouldn't want to double cross you yeah i will so true yeah i'm nice until you cross me and if you cross my friends or people i love (gasps) oh my god i love that so much did you um did you uh see that the the caller the the survivor from they were trying to reach uh was gillian jacobs just i did not realize when i was watching it and then i looked up the cast today and was like wait a second she's c berman yeah (laughs) i know i can't wait because surely she's going to be in the next one right yeah yeah Yeah, well i I think i think she's played by a younger actress in the in the next one but i think she's gonna be a part of it for sure. I think she'll, she'll be with the with the framing device, obviously, of Sam and uh, Dina. Yeah, yeah, ma'am. I be hope fun. I hope she's doing well. Me too. <laughs> I feel like Allison Bree's career like went. Choo! Oh yeah, and, like, yeah, fair. Hers just kind of stayed like a little bit, a little bit like. But I'm honestly good for she- her. She had that show on Netflix, uh, Love, that was kind of popular. I didn't watch it, but... Oh, right. But she did have I that. did not like that show. I watched, like, three episodes <laughs> and thought that the male lead was the most unlikable, annoying yeah. man I feel I've like it was more of a straight, people, a straight people show, but... You know, I had, like, two people recommend it in the moment, like, at the time, which is why I yeah. watched it, and they were both straight. And I was like, I fucking get it. Weird straighties. <laughs> Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Weird straighties. <laughs> I love it. 
straight people listen to this if you want to be bullied. Sorry, I called you weird straighties. Of- <laughs> so many, so many so- of my friends are straight. I promise. I'm not. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have straight friends. I promise. Yeah, we all have straight friends. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that. Um, like the the Simon character, um, even though he found one of the uh, the spirits to be a hot girl, seemed to be sort of queer coded. Like he had painted nails and things like that. Um, yeah. So there were just like a lot of little touches that were like, this world is like very queer friendly. Even like there's obviously. I, I don't know. It, it was just like there were little touches like that. Um, and obviously with the main relationship that just, I don't know, it felt like a fun, welcome place to be, even though it was a town haunted by killers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. A beautiful way to put it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. You're right, though. I always forget because it looks so modern that it was set in an earlier time. But I, yeah. I feel like people are like, there's no, or like maybe filmmakers are like, there's no way we can make this queer relationship seem like it's normal. Or this guy wearing nail yeah. polish seem like it's normal because in 1994 it wouldn't have been. No, it just, just do it. Cause yeah. it's normal to them. If you just write it that way, yeah. then it's, that's it's just a, how it is. It's a movie about a town being haunted by the spirit of a witch. Like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like who cares? <laughs> he's coming out today with the hottest catchphrases that's one of my favorite i mean like who cares, who cares? <laughs> yeah no one's ever said that before <laughs> i've never heard it i've never heard it <laughs> i mean like who cares i mean that rolls off the tongue <laughs> i mean like who cares <laughs> um do we have any other uh thoughts before we wrap up and, and rate the movie no <laughs> just <good job. laughs> also uh, I will I will say the poster and the film had a lot of bisexual lighting which is uh, the pink and blue lighting that we see a lot in like Janelle Monet videos um, in the poster for Moonlight that type of thing um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's more of an internet phenomenon but I felt like that should be commented on yeah, love the bisexual lighting. It's so yeah. pretty. <laughs> it's so pretty. It really is. <laughs> it is pretty. Like, cool lighting. Um, and yeah, so uh, we usually rate our films based on two different scales. One is uh, the Vita Russo test, which is um, a, a, a film uh, sort of uh, a film test based on um, the portrayal of queer uh, characters in film. Uh, it follows three rules. One, that the the film must have characters that identify as queer, which this one does. The second is that the, um, the characters have to have other personality traits than being queer, which obviously these characters do. And three, that removing them from the film would change the plot significantly. Um, these two characters that um, identify as queer in the film uh, are the the lead romantic pairing in the film. So obviously removing them from the plot would change it significantly. Um, so this class passes with flying colors. And then, um, Deb, if you want to talk about our other scale. Let me just rate it. 
We rate it. If we like yeah. it, the highest is, is five. You could do a four. Six. We could do half. You could do six. Oh, my God. Every <laughs> it's okay. It's a weird scale. It's zero to six. Fucking time. Um, well, I'm going to rate it uh, five and a half. Nice. Because, you know what? Maybe I could just give it a six. <laughs> I really loved it. And yeah. I was going to say five and a half because I don't like gruesome things. But honestly, as disgusting as the bread maker head explosion was, <laughs> there's like a little nasty part of me that was like, yeah. Um, it was a cool, cool kill. Like it was like, I wasn't expecting it. So I think that, yeah. that like it got the shock that I think it was looking for. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't. In my opinion, it wasn't just gruesome to be gruesome, I feel. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six. Fuck it. Let's say it. I loved this movie and thought it was a good fucking time. (laughs) I loved it, too. I'm going to also give it a six. Sweet. Um, Yeah, I think when it comes to, like, our portrayal of queer characters, like, you couldn't do any better. Like, I I can't think of any moment in this film where I was like... Mm, did a straight person work on this right yeah and that's such a big deal and it's so apparent when that type of moment happens and i really didn't have that either yeah yeah um big deal just a fun time all around i highly recommend it it's on netflix there's a a new one this week and there will be another uh, new one next week um and hopefully they'll it does really well and they'll do more that would be fun um and yeah, so I think uh, we're good to go. You can follow uh, Queer Movie Night on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Deborah D. Back on Instagram and Deborah Duncan on Twitter. Definitely um, check out Deb and Kayla's um, new album um, from the Cues called Us Who Know. It's really, really good. Um, thank you yes of course and check out peyton somewhere in the vicinity of regal webster place and pequods in <laughs> chicago he'll be around there um working a very mysterious <laughs> job <laughs> and maybe you'll see him out and about <laughs> <laughs> i'm dying to know Oh my god, I it's know. really not that exciting, but I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's the next uh, film we're doing? The next film that we're doing is from 2011. It's a French film called Tomboy. Um, so look forward to joining us for that in a couple weeks, and we'll um, we're excited to have you again. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.